0: This insert is brought to you by Radio K Pulpit 7 to 9 a.m. Please visit kpulpit.co.za. It's
1: Voice of Change here on Radio K Pulpit, and have I got a wonderful, incredible passionate, purposeful, hopeful show for you today. And it's Lauren Jacobs. I'm going to be joined by Atumaleng Sekupedi. And uh, Aitumaleng is an incredible woman. Wow. You're really going to get, you know, to just draw close to her and her story today. Because in actual fact, Atumaleng has had 104 different surgeries. Uh, She even has a new ear today. But she is actually someone who lost her right hand, lost four fingers on her, on her other hand, and has spent 15 years, and the first 15 years of her life, in hospital. Yes, that's right. Incredible that we reflect on the fact that someone, she's now 35 years old, has had to endure and has gone through all of those things. And Itumaleng is a burn, not only survivor, but a burn conqueror. And on the show today, she's going to be sharing with us what happened that she had to have all those surgeries, but what has happened now since that time. And since coming to grips with the fact that, obviously, she struggled with depression, she had bullying as a child, three suicide attempts, she has today, you know, she has become a woman of passion, and of influence and uh, she was actually voted the top 50 most influential youth to watch back in 2022 and that was just last year she's also an internationally accredited keynote speaker she's a businesswoman and she's an author of the certified best-selling memoir what do you see she's the owner of is Wines, IS Wines, a premium South African wine brand. And she is a true symbol of survival and overcoming adversity. She also uses her story to bring awareness through the Itumeleng Seku Foundation. And the foundation is incredible because it hosts different programs and campaigns and helps individuals really realize their full potential. But she also holds a BA degree from the University of Johannesburg. And as uh, she produced the critically acclaimed award winning radio show called The Sand of Revival, hosted by DJ Spoo on Metro FM. She's appeared on The Expresso Show, Mazanzi Insider, Raising Babies, SABC Radio, Trending SA, and Metro FM, and also now on Radio cable but woohoo, 7 to 9 a.m., of course, of course. And Aitem uh, Leng is just a voice of change and a woman. Of change, and uh, I am so excited to have her on the show because I know God is going to speak to us. And it's not just, you know, about what we see when we, you know, meet people who have disabilities or who are burn survivors, but also it's about what about us? What about people who carry pain inside and who are actually disabled within by the limitations that society places on them and so I Tumaling is going to be joining me after this stay tuned for the next hour of an impactful conversation that's just going to rock your world God is going to meet with us I know it I can feed it I'm excited So stay tuned I am really looking forward to being with Aitima today because I know that she has a story and not only a story but just who she is as a person is so inspiring and is a person who can teach us a lot about life and just inspire us, you know, wherever we find ourselves today, not only, as I said, through her story and through her journey, which we're going to touch on, but also through her achievements and what she's been doing over the past few years. And so, I it is so good to be with you today. So good to be catching up with you. Thank you for being on Voice of Change, for being on the show, for chatting to our listeners today. And uh, welcome to the show. It's so good to have you.
0: Thank you so much for having me, Lauren. I'm um, I'm really excited, um, and I can't wait for the conversation.
1: Mm. For anyone who hasn't seen the social media show posts that we've been sharing uh, on on Radio uh, you know, socials. I want everybody to be able to go. Okay, you said earlier on that this incredible woman is a burn conqueror. And what does this really mean? Now, I know that the, you know, you spent 15 years in hospital. Those were the first 15 years of your life. And you've also had and you had 104 surgeries. What led to that being the case at the earliest part of your life? Uh, What, you know, take the listeners to that point of why did you have to go through so much? I mean, just those first formative years of your life coming yeah. into the world, I mean it's hectic what happened
0: so um, I got burnt when I was eleven months old, um and I lost my right hand as well as four fingers on my left. Mm. um My face is scarred as well as the right side of my body um the candle fell over the bed while I was sleeping and and um the fire first caught the blankets and then myself um and then yeah it then transferred very quickly into a 70 degrees celsius fire um and that's where I lost my my right hand as well as four fingers um my brain scars were showing my nose my mouth everything Mm. was just completely ripped off from that fire um and like you've um mentioned now, I've had over 104 surgeries by just one professor, by the way, uh, Professor wow. Um Very, very great man. Um, and he managed to basically bring me back and make me look like a human being again. Um, and I mean, today I'm this beautiful woman, but I don't take away the immense amount of work that he had to do to put me back together again I mean he li- literally gave me another year <laughs>
1: wow Just, I mean, yeah wow wow um how how did that come about because obviously you were 11 months old uh, at the time that must have been an incredibly traumatic experience not only the moment but also the experience after it's for your mom who was the one that saved you
0: yeah. Look for me, I, I think the beautiful thing was that I was just too young to even notice and realize what was happening. Hmm. Um, but my mom, who had to pick me up from the fire and basically save my life, rushed me to hospital and um and do everything in her power to get me to the right hospitals, to the right doctors, you know, and so forth. I I say hands off to her mm-hmm. um and big ups. you know what I mean like she has yeah. done an amazing job you know as a resilient woman I mean my father um her husband at the time divorced her because of the accident mm-hmm. and, and um she was still resilient enough to say you know what whatever you can uh gladly leave I will be here and I will support my child and I will be here for, for my child no matter what and and i mean she's taking me to the best school Mm. um in johannesburg um hope school um she she just went through the most um i think for me the trauma started when i was around nine years old and i was sitting in class and a fellow learner of mine said to me that oh my god you're so burnt you look like a franchise meat and i was Uh like wait what what do you mean Hmm. right um and I imagine now, like, you're around, like, nine years and and you've been um, raised to believe that you're a princess, you're beautiful, you're gorgeous, you're amazing, mm-hmm. and then this fellow learner just says something so nasty to you. And I think that crippled my low self-esteem to a point where I then tried to commit suicide because now I had to now, for the first time, look at myself and acknowledge that I'm burned. And... Mm-hmm. Um, As a nine-year-old i don't think you can take that lightly um Mm. that really tore me down it broke my system um needless to say that the word beauty had already been defined by society and by Mm. media and for me it was just a matter of okay but i'll never amount to that type of beauty and i think because of that that just made me feel like oh no you're a ghost, you're ugly, just commit suicide and die. Um, Obviously now I'm just thankful that the suicides didn't happen, but it took me 19 years for me to change my mindset and get me to where I am today.
1: Mm, You mentioned something so, so important as well, is that you know, beauty standards, we define them, society defines them, media defines them. And, you know, even for me, for myself, I remember, you know, being a young girl and looking at something like, even like the Miss World pageant, you know, yeah. you know, I mean, and thinking to myself, well, I'm like really short, you know, so yeah. I'm definitely not going to be able to make the standard. But there's all yeah. these. It's not like anyone ever says something, maybe that to you, like you're short or whatever, but you're hearing it subconsciously as well until people do begin to say things to you. And it has such an impact on self-esteem. And, you know, it's almost like we are obviously living in a generation now where we are relearning and redefining things. How did you be able to work on self-esteem and be able to unpack and relearn, redefine and take that power back for yourself as well.
0: Yeah. I think for me, it's when I realized that I had a purpose, but before I get to there, I, I just wanted to say that for me, I, I feel like one of the biggest revelations that I got was that even those people that, that are thrown to our faces um and, for us to believe that they are beautiful and that is the standard of beauty and how everybody else should look tall slim and then and even they themselves are not perfect right Mm. um and that's why they still need to photoshop them because there's there's no perfect human being in this world and and society is trying to create something that just doesn't exist and I think mm-hmm. for me having to find my own beauty was me looking at myself in the mirror and saying hey you're actually gorgeous you're actually beautiful but before I got there I got a spiritual awakening uh sort of like a journey where God said to me that you have a purpose and your purpose is to bring hope and healing and that gave me a reason for me to live because that said to me that what happened to you didn't just happen it wasn't a mistake yes it yes it has happened yes that's not what god wants for our lives but he managed to turn something bad into something good to say to me that you know what as much as my scars they are external every single person has got scars within right and now I've walked both the journey of external and internal scars and having to deal with them. I mean for me I was forced to um, sort out my internal scars because Mm. had I not sorted them out I would not have been able to live my purpose and live my journey here today. And I and I think for me, having to help other people reach their full potential by saying, let me help you through that journey of healing. Let's walk it together. I've walked it. Mm. I've walked that journey. And most people deal with healing the very same way. You will go through rage. You will go through anger. You will go through not understanding you will go through that question phase where you are like why me why why did this mm-hmm. happen to you? up until you find that purpose right up until you find actually there's something much more greater than just what had happened and in fact instead of seeing it as a negative thing i could actually see it as a as a blessing right to say mm-hmm. that hey this happened to me i am the chosen one so that I can bring hope and healing. I mean, how many other people have been chosen to do that? And I think for me, that just gave me a sense of importance. But it also just gave me a sense of vitality to say mm-hmm. that you are needed, right? Yeah. You are needed. You are beautiful. You have your own unique beauty, which is even more prettier. Because oh. when I walk into rooms, everybody turns, right? Mm-hmm. Um, And I mean, that is a blessing that nobody else can take from me.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, and and I can hear the power and passion in your voice as well. And not only is it about having walked through that journey, it's also been about you have done so many incredible things. I mean, you have been voted one of the top 50 most influential youth to watch in 2022. And I also know that you are the author of the certified bestseller, your memoir, what do you see owner of retail store listed premium South African wine brand, woo-hoo, which is amazing. Yeah. And uh, come on, this is amazing. And, uh, you know, you also have the item, Seku Sekou foundation, uh, which really yeah. supports a lot of anti-bullying campaigns. And I remember a couple of years ago that, you know, you were making candles and had an, your own candle business going yeah. and, um, Lest we forget what you just shared with us a few minutes ago that you lost one hand, lost most of the fingers on your other hand, you know, creating candles and, you know, starting businesses, being a powerhouse, influential woman. I mean, it's inspiring and it's incredible. And uh, again, like you said, there is purpose in, in your life and that radiates through where did all yeah. these ideas come from for you to, you know, start businesses and to start things and to never give up? Because I too we have to be honest and say that sometimes when when we're as we as people, as individuals, uh, you know, go through hard times sometimes, uh, whether it be oh, wow. I mean, we we know this COVID pandemic had such a huge effect on people, their mental health as well, and and everything like that. There can be that sense of lying down and not picking yourself back up to really get the essence that you are here for a purpose, and you can achieve all these things, and it is possible, and God has that for you. How did you find that sense of of purpose and also power to get up and to just really become a powerful, influential woman of strength that you radiate today?
0: Yeah. Yeah um well thank you um i think for me the biggest thing was was and still is my relationship with god um that's where i get my daily strength from every single day i think also when you start fulfilling and um your purpose every single day you realize that purpose is actually beyond you purpose is actually greater than you so mm-hmm. even when you don't like it you 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 still wake up each and every single day to fulfill your purpose. And in most cases than one, if you are in a bad mood and you are now fulfilling your purpose, something that you're meant to do, your purpose will actually make you feel much better. And you leave that place a much more happier person. For example, like you love radio, you are in radio. Um, hmm. And let's say, for example, that is your purpose, Right. And if you left the house and you were just not feeling it in most cases than one, when you leave the radio station, you will feel much better, right? Mm -hmm. Because you are fulfilling your purpose. So that's how I look at life in most cases that I know that what I'm going to be doing Mm -hmm. is just going to move my emotions. Right. And I mean, that is what your emotions are. It's, um, Emotions in motion. So Mm -hmm. basically, whatever that you're doing will then affect your emotions. And when you're doing something that you love, like for example, like with me, I mean, like when I started the candle business, it was my way of facing the fear of candles because, you know, I got burnt by a candle. And for me, it was such an important thing to say. I'm going to overcome this fear. I'm going to overcome this phobia because I'm not going to allow it to take over my joy. I'm not going to allow it to steal my peace. I'm not going to allow it. And sometimes a lot of us are imprisoned because we have allowed what has imprisoned us to, to still imprison you even years, years mm-hmm. later. So like for me, for example, I'm, I'm 35 now. And I mean, I got burned by a candle when I was 11 months. Imagine had I not faced the fear of the candles it would yeah. have still gotten me even to 50, 60, 70 years and now you are in this imprisonment of fear of candles but not just that um heater things so like a gas heater a gas stove um fire pits whatever it is and now because I've managed to face my fear of candles head on I can now sit around like a fire pit I can mm. now have burnt marshmallows so now because I faced my fears there's more greater rewards that came with that mm. Um and I think that is just it Do you know what I mean that like when you walk your journey when you walk your your life in, in the sense that I'm gonna be intentional. Because sometimes we just don't feel like it, hey Lauren. Yeah, sometimes you wake definitely. up and you just don't wanna get mm-hmm. out of bed.
1: Yeah.
0: You know what I mean? But when you're intentional and you just shower anyway and you get your day um and you started and you are just moving, before you know it, you will feel much better just because mm-hmm. you got out of bed. So mm-hmm. sometimes just do it, and because you're moving, your emotions will follow. Um, so yeah, I would also suggest people to read a book by Rick Warren called uh, "Purpose Driven Life." Book that book is one of the books that changed my mindset. It changed mm-hmm. my my mind the way I think, the way I've I've always seen things, you know, in the world where it sort of moves you away from yourself and then it moves you to like the outer world. So it's more of like, get over what happened to you yeah. and and focus on the purpose, focus on the reason why it happened. Because in most cases, we can't change what happened. Yeah, mm. I can't change what happened. I still don't have a hand and I still don't have fingers. How is it me focusing on it and sitting and crying the whole day? How is that going to help me? it's Mm -hmm. not going to help so you might as well just move on from it and start living your life and reaching your full potential um the wines were birthed by a song called new wine um it's a song by hill song and and the words goes in the crushing in the pressing god was making new wine and where there is new wine there is new power AKA me, where Mm. there is new wine, there's new freedom, right? And I mean, Mm. I am a girl who couldn't even look at herself in the mirror. And now I am speaking and motivating hundreds of thousands of people on a daily basis. Now that is what I call freedom to a whole nother level. And Mm. for me, it was just like, let's have a beautiful glass of wine over beautiful conversations.
1: Mm. Sure. I love that. You know, I actually got goosebumps as you were reciting the words of that song. I have heard it before. and um, But just coming from you, just gave it a whole different feeling to me. I'm so grateful for that as well. And I love, love, love what you said about the wines as well. But you know, also about the candles, because, you know, for many people, we would just go, oh, it's a candle. She's making candles. But... Sure, you taking us to that that place as well of going, you know, that's how you were burnt. This is how it all happened, facing that, yeah. you know, becoming comfortable around, you know, fire, but becoming comfortable around candles. So many times people can get stuck in the trauma and we're not negating any kind of trauma that happens or all these realities because they happen and they are real. And not to say, you know, oh, just get over it, but it's about facing it and being able to move through it. And I love this. And we're going to take a really quick music break, but I don't want you to go anywhere because Atumalang and me are still going to be chatting after the song. So enjoy some music, reflect on what has just been shared. And, you know, maybe what God is saying to you today, through what has been shared and is being shared. Allow the Holy Spirit just to minister to you through this song. So see you in a moment and see you when we get back. You're with me, Lauren Jacobs here on Voice of Change. I hope that you've been with myself and my incredible guest, Aitimulang, all the way from the beginning. And um, I'm sure you have. And I really pray that, you know, during the song, something has just stirred in your heart. Maybe something you need to face, something you need to work on, or maybe... You know, just reclaiming the power in your own life, reclaiming all that is good and what God has for you and that purpose. And I wanted to ask you, you know, disability awareness and how society and even faith communities and even individuals, Christians, all sorts of individuals, you know, we often don't know, people often don't know how to be around people who are different. You know, it could be people who are blind, people who have a hearing problem. It could be people who are, you know, have different limbs or look different or burn survivors. Have you found that as a society, as a people, we need more education on this, you know, and also how we teach our children, you know, and and what we say to our children so that they don't become just like what you experienced when you were younger. I mean, children do notice things and sometimes they come out with things, you know, and they just they just say what they're thinking sometimes. But if we can be adults that help our children learn about certain things as well, don't we need a bit of a mind shift change? And how can we do this as a society and, and especially as adults? Yeah, I think
0: for me, during that 19 years of uh, turmoil, I think I loved kids more than I loved adults because, like you said, like, kids are so honest. And when mm-hmm. they see something, they would rather say, oh, my God, mom, look, she doesn't have a hand, rather than to pretend like you're not noticing, but you are. And yeah. then you're staring sideways, right? I think that is even more rude simply because you could just simply ask and just say, um, hi, ma'am, how are you doing? What happened to you? And I would gladly explain. And, um, I mean, I know that there are a lot of people who haven't healed from from what has happened to them. I would say, though, a lot of disabled people just want to be treated like a normal human being. Mm. Just treat them like a normal human being. If you see somebody um with one hand and they're trying to grab it last unless you can really see that they're really struggling then you could offer but in most cases people don't want to be helped I mean I know with me as well I'm just like no but I can't do this you know what I mean but um obviously that doesn't mean that we need to walk around and pretend like we're not seeing like when somebody needs our help like for example when a um old grandma wants to um wants to cross the road it would be nice to say hi um may i help you right um so it's little things like that but i think for me the biggest transformation for me that happened is people just want to be treated normally Hmm. and and in most cases when you are self-aware of who you are you are able to treat another person the way that you would have wanted them to treat you had you been in that position.
1: Mm-hmm. I love that because sometimes you're very quick. You would be very quick to, you know, kind of help, or very quick to yes. be get, like you said, get that glass and, uh, yes. you know, and and one of the things that I read um, in something you sent to me was uh, about the bad disability. And it says that you are more disabled by the society you live in than by any physical limitations. And mm-hmm. I think that that is, that that is an epic truth. We are mm-hmm. more society's limitations that's put on us. And that goes mm-hmm. into social media. It goes into every single thing that we do. You know, we have seen and we're receiving all these messages as well, these limitations, comparisons, competitions, yeah. everything that's happening around us every day. So if somebody is stuck today and is really struggling to live a full life and to live to their potential and is actually saying, I hear you, but I just feel like. I don't have a purpose. I just feel like I've been praying for years. God hasn't spoken to me about my purpose. Sometimes I get depressed about this. I too struggle to find this fulfilling life and I I'm just I'm inspired by you, but how do I get there? What would be your message and your words that you would say to that person today?
0: I would say to that person, find the power that lies within you because Once you have found that power, you become unstoppable. And Lao Tzu says it best. And he says, mastering others, that is called strength. But mastering yourself, now that is called true power. So Mm. once you have found your power, you have found your life. Then you will start living. Because no matter what happens externally, it can never shake what is happening within you.
1: Mm. Mm. It's all about what is going on within us as well. And like you reminded us earlier on, on the show, is that we have to face that which we have been through in our past as well and to not be held captive by it. You know, we have yeah. to we have to heal. We have to go on that journey. And, and sometimes it takes a long time, doesn't it? It's not an overnight thing where you're just going to feel better tomorrow. Oh. Right? It's a journey. It can
0: never be, can never be because if it is then it's not real right um and then you'll have certain triggers and Mm. somebody will light a candle and then that will trigger you Mm. but when you go through a journey um with your deity with your god with who whoever's your super god and when you go through that journey then it becomes i'm gonna cry today but i'll probably be fine again tomorrow and then three weeks from now you start crying again right and for me my part of my healing journey was actually motivating other people it was so weird I started Mm. speaking and I was healing through me speaking Mm -hmm. and I would cry during my talks I would weep and people would weep with me and I realized that when you are going through this healing journey as we are all healing one another you are also healing yourself Mm. um so the more you share your story the more you start healing and the first day you will probably weep your eyes out and Mm. it's okay allow yourself to even if you say it to yourself in the mirror and when you're crying and you're crying and you're crying don't worry about it take it all out cleanse your soul and then tomorrow try again. Tell the story again. Say it to mm. yourself. Say it to the people that love you. And the more you say it, the more you start healing, but also you start healing the people around you. Mm. So a healing journey is not an easy journey, but it's so worth it.
1: Mm. Amen. It's and so amen. And it's so worth it. It is absolutely so worth it. Speaking of healing journey, You know, did your mom have to walk through her own healing journey as well in everything that was happening and what she had to go through walking alongside you, but also, you know, saving you from that fire? And then, like you said, the divorce that happened. Did she have to go on her own journey? Because maybe there's some people listening who are parents who have been through something with their child. You know, uh, I remember speaking to some ladies whose children were, um, had drowned some had survived some didn't and the journey that the the mom had to go on the journey of the parents is is also there did your mom have to take her own healing journey
0: she did she did um i think her healing journey basically started when her and i started having conversations and Mm -hmm. i remember one of the things that i said to her was but look at how I have turned out, right? Mm. Um, I'm not successful. I'm a wife. I'm a mother. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a speaker. I'm, I'm bringing hope and healing to people. Look at what God has done. Look at how God has turned my situation around. And it's only then when she started weeping and she started being not grateful, but she started just seeing things in another perspective, Right yeah and she was like you know what because my mom blamed herself for the longest time Mm -hmm. and I think for me it had to come from me to say to her that but but I don't blame you and I think that um, parents need to stop blaming themselves I think a lot of things happen to our children yes it's not easy and yes the very first step for for a parent would be to um, blame herself because They think that they are the ones that are supposed to be protecting, right? And for me, it was a way of saying to my mom that let go, you are not in control of my life. God is. Um, And because God is in control and he's the one that is responsible for my life and he's the one that brought me here on earth, you just need to allow God to move and you need to allow God to heal you because Look at what he has done for me. He can mm. also do the same for you. And it's only with that success that I think my mom said, Okay, fine. I need to let go of all of this power that I think I should have over my child. And and that's it. Like we are not in control of everything. We can yeah. never be. God is, not us, not us.
1: Mm. Sure. Well, thank you so much for sharing that with us and You know, I just really pray for parents who are listening and maybe need to take some journey and sometimes, you know, go and have those conversations actually with your child about if they're old enough, of course, to engage in that. And it's the most valuable thing to be able to, as a parent and as a child, have these conversations. And sometimes it may be wounds that have happened that you've inflicted on your child in a internal way, you know, and an emotional, mental, some something that happened when they were younger and things you've never spoken about. I, I really believe those conversations are so powerful. And that's where, Tim Ling, that's where it was starting for your mom as well. And I think so important that uh, parents realize they can have these conversations with their children. We need to talk about things that have happened, you know, whatever that may look like. And- mm. It's so important. I just want to say it's been such a gift for me today to be with you and, you know, just to be inspired by your passion and the purpose that God has given you that you are walking in daily. And uh, even now through this conversation that we've had, continuing to fulfill that purpose. I'm so grateful for that. And I just want to also ask you, you know, if anybody wants to continue to follow your journey and to find out about wine. And I also know that you do awareness talks and you do all sorts of, of talks as well. People can connect with you about that. How do people go about following the journey, getting to know your wines, and just connecting with you a bit further?
0: Um. So on Instagram, I'm at ITU underscore S-E-K-H-U. Um, Twitter, I'm at ITU underscore S-E-K-H-U. Um, TikTok same at itu underscore sekhu on Facebook. Itumeleng uh Betty, and then I also have a website www dot S-E-K-H-U dot co za. Um, they can find me there. The wines is wines sa dot co dot za. Um, yeah, so they can contact me on my website. And I'm truly looking forward to helping and um, helping to heal more lives more internally because once you can help people go through that healing journey, you have completely changed their lives in the workplace, in their marriages, in their careers and so forth. And I'd like to leave you, um, Lauren, and your listeners with this message. A candle tried to burn me. It also tried to ruin me. But that very same candle lives within me and that candle is shining bright. And I'd like to say to you here today and to your listeners that keep shining and keep allowing your candle that lives within you to be bright. Mm
1: -hmm. I receive that and I receive that on behalf of the listeners as well. Thank you so much, Aitimileng. Amen and amen. All the best for you, for your family, for everything that you are putting your heart and soul into doing. Thank you for being an inspiration. Thank you for being a voice of hope and of goodness and of change in this generation. Thank you for shining your light brightly so that it shines upon all of us so that we are illuminated to shine even more. So I want to thank you for being here today. And may God just continue to bless you. Mm -hmm.
0: Thank you so much, Lauren. I really, really appreciate it. Um, and have a beautiful day. for the, you are you are an amazing and phenomenal woman.
1: Ah, oh, thank you so much, and take care. Pray today, that you have been inspired and encouraged to know that no matter what you have faced in life, no matter what you have gone through, that God has an incredible purpose for your life. And I want to pray today, you know, I want us just to take a moment or two just to actually pray together and to really invite God into that space. Sometimes I think that we as believers can often think that, you know, we all just know what our purpose is. We've been through tough times. We've been through hard things. uh, Life hasn't turned out always the way we wanted it to go. But we all know what our purpose is. We all know Jesus loves us. We all know that we are good. We all know that we are okay. And the truth is that that is not always the case. We do not always feel good. We do not always believe or know in our hearts that There's a greater purpose and maybe you've been sitting for years, even praying and asking God, Father, what is my purpose? And reveal it to me today. And I want to pray with you if that's you today, and you feel maybe that, you know, God hasn't really shown you specifically what you're called to do. You know that all you do is is that you just get up, you worship Him, you're consistent in your faith, you're consistent in your life, and, you know, that's honorable and that's good. But today you're asking for more. And I want to pray with you because itumaleng has, has really inspired us to know that no matter what, uh, we have a purpose in this life and that, you know, God is, is with us. And and he's choosing us and even the pain that we've gone through in our lives, whatever it's looked like, it can be powerful, powerful for a greater purpose. So let's pray together today before we end voice of change. And I, I really wanna wanna take this moment to pray with you. Father, we just thank you that you are good, that you are faithful, that you are kind, that you are loving and that you are a part of our lives. Every single day you are leading our lives. We're reminded today that we are not in control, but you are in control. And with that control, Father, you are working all things out for the good of those who love you and who are called according to your purpose. And Father, today we know that sometimes we get confused about what our purpose is. Sometimes it's just to be consistent in prayer. Sometimes it's just to be consistent in Basically, the basics of our lives, Father, in just every single day, just getting up and and praising you and worshiping you and just being consistent. Other times, Father, we are just crying out and going, "We want more. We want to know, Father, what is the unique giftings, the unique goodness, Father, that you have placed inside of my life today, so that I can know what this purpose is that you have for me." And I pray today, if someone is listening who feels, Father, that they don't know what their purpose is, they don't know what it is that you have called them. For then I pray today that you will begin to reveal their purpose in their lives. I pray that they will not be looking far for it, but Father, they will look near. They will look inside. They will look at their childhood dreams, the things you've given into their hands, their passions, the times they feel most alive, the times where they come alive, the the things that they have the most passion for, the people or even the nations that they have the most passion for, are all these guidelines, Father, to our purpose. And I pray that you'll speak to your beloved child today and just remind him or her that she has a great purpose or he has a great purpose in your kingdom. And I pray that we will know purpose and we will take it by the hands. And we thank you for every single thing that you've spoken to us today. Seal it up in the precious name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen and amen. Wow, it's been a blessing to be with you today. I'm inspired. I'm leaving inspired today and leaving just knowing again that we should press into God for all that he has for us. And so be blessed. Take care and see you next week. And just have a blessed rest of the evening here on Radio K Pulpit. We love having you as our daily companion. See you next week.